the diamond. I realized the diamond. Empathy Museum presents A Mile in My Shoes. These shoes are a pair of brown leather brogues with black laces. They are slightly creased around the toe box, presumably from years of walking around in them. They are gaping slightly around the ankle, again showing how much they've been worn. These shoes belong to Tom Wilkinson. This is his story. Hi, I'm Professor Tom Wilkinson. I'm Professor of Spiritual Medicine here at the University of Southampton. I work in the Faculty of Medicine based in University Hospital Southampton. Uh, and I'm a specialist here uh, caring for patients with respiratory diseases. There's probably no such thing as an average day at the moment. It's been very different in the last few months with coronavirus. The whole team has had to sort of rethink its role and spend a lot of time actually working with patients, caring for those on the ward. However, there are many different parts to my job and so part of that is running a laboratory so I'm working with scientists who are making new discoveries in immunity and respiratory medicine to develop these new treatments that we greatly need. I work in a clinical environment so I have a clinic caring for patients with chronic lung disease and lead a multidisciplinary team of nurses and physiotherapists helping patients cope with their conditions and I also do a lot of teaching and mentorship particularly to PhD students who are really the next generation of scientists and doctors who are developing their skills here in Southampton and become the next professors of the future. Southampton has been the home for me and my family. My uh, two boys have grown up here, having moved here in sort of uh, early childhood. Uh, we moved to Southampton over 10 years ago because it is a globally recognised centre of excellence in respiratory medicine. It was the, the job that brought us here. Um, uh, however, since we've been here, you know, it's become home. So we uh, have a number of things that we like to do out of work and Southampton enables us to do those. We have a boat which we take down on the Solent. We can get out of Southampton into the New Forest. And we've got a network of friends and, and family locally now who, you know, who have made this home for us. But the, I suppose the spine to, to why we were here, the first place was the fact that this was internationally a recognised centre by which science, respiratory science, understanding how the lungs work, how the immune systems work, can be drawn into the hospital through something called translational medicine. And uh, th we have a big centre here, the Biomedical Research Centre in Southampton, which enables that to happen. So you have specialists who work in a lab and in, and in the clinic, like I do, who speak the language of science and of medicine, and it's the role of those individuals to create new treatments and to trial them in patients. We've recently completed a clinical trial of a completely new treatment for coronavirus. It's a treatment called interferon beta, 
uh, and the heritage of that new treatment is entirely from Southampton itself. So there was a discovery uh, over a decade ago uh, that certain patients had a deficiency in this key protein in their immune system. And that discovery was made here in this building we're sitting in now in the Faculty of Medicine in Southampton by Southampton scientists. And really over the next 10 years, the, the teams here, uh, and I've now joined that uh, uh, team, uh, have been developing that concept as a new treatment. And it was when we saw coronavirus hitting Europe in February, we had a strong idea that this would be a, a, a potential therapy that could really make a difference in, in the pandemic. And then the ideas which had grown up here were translated, were turned into a treatment through a clinical team working in the hospital, through nurses and doctors working on the wards, and through the contribution of patients who joined the studies. So Southampton ran a national trial in nine centres in total, and it was coordinated here, and the science it, it developed was all from Southampton University itself. So it's a very much a local story, and we generally hope that could have not only a national but a global impact if the trials continue to be successful. Very often clinical trials take months and years to set up and we had a, a matter of days and weeks. So again, it's a testament to the way that people can work so effectively here to get things going. What we need to do is, is generate a protocol, so a written description of the trial. We need to work with specialists in statistics, in trial design, and then we need to get regulatory approval. So approval from national organisations which make sure it's safe and proper uh, to do the study that we want to do and ethical approval to show that we're doing things in the right way with patients uh, and with patients consent uh, and then you need uh, to set up a site so the hospital here is very expert in delivering clinical trials and then as patients came in with the COVID-19 uh, illness we were ready actually to invite them for the first time to have a new treatment option and many patients volunteered and they were either given the drug interferon beta or something called a placebo a clear liquid so we didn't know at the time which patient was receiving what treatment so we could analyze that in what we call a blinded way so it's the most rigorous way of doing that study uh, and when we completed that with a hundred patients across the UK eventually recruited into that study so what's grown as a Southampton idea into a national trial we're now looking at actually launching the next phase of the programme, which is a global study. So a, a study in many different centres in the, in the world, a larger scale study where we can capture a lot of information about interferon as a treatment to understand which patients it works best in uh, and potentially in different country settings with a view to creating actually a licensed therapy. So something that doctors all around the world could prescribe to patients who have COVID-19, reducing the severity of their disease. There's been very little time to sort of step back and reflect. We're still sort of pushing hard to get forward with this. But, you know, one has been training for a long time. You know, I, I started training at the age of 18 when I went to medical school. I won't tell you how old I am now, but that was many decades ago. And, and trying to gain that understanding of medicine and then also in science and in trials and in immunology and all the ingredients you need to put together uh, I suppose as a, an individual who wants to work in this area um, you then have challenges to, to face and when coronavirus came on board the whole team here in Southampton 
was committed to actually doing something fundamentally different, facing that challenge and using all that expertise, not only of my myself, but the whole team, uh, to try and do something different and something new. And then when you get positive results, clearly that's a relief, firstly, uh, but also it's a challenge to think that um, we may need to take this on now to the next stage. So there's more work to be done. But hopefully if we continue to see these positive signals, it will really make all that effort and training worthwhile. Most clinical trials, most new treatments that we develop don't ever see the light of day. You know, they don't, they're not always positive. And so when we have a rare event, something that gives us a glimmer of hope, particularly in the context of a pandemic, we really need to think, you know, how have we got here and how could we do it again? So I suppose advice to others would be perseverance and hard work. Working in a team, it's impossible to do things like this, to, to, to tackle grand challenges on your own. So find a team, whether whatever work your environment you're in, that you can collaborate with, uh, that you enjoy working with and that you can walk those extra miles with. And just to keep going, if you believe you're in the right direction and you've got a great team around you, you can achieve enormous things. Tom Wilkinson's story was produced by Richard Latto. His shoes are part of a growing collection of footwear hosted by the Empathy Museum's A Mile In My Shoes exhibition. The shoes and stories come from all over the world. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram to find out where we are going next.